Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and my guest today is Mike Korba, the Chief Commercial Officer and Co-Founder at User.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk about marketing automation and Mike's life at User.com. Um, what do you think when we talk about organizations, like what do you think the biggest challenges for organization when it comes to automation, um, like what do you think the biggest challenges are when you, when you think about that? I think that like uh, even big companies or smaller one, it doesn't matter, have, um, have mess, messed up their data structure. So I, I think that they, the data structure, so what kind of attributes should be like on the user? What kind of attributes should be on the company? Yeah, how uh, we understand that this is a lead and this is not a prospect or something like that. Uh, we, we are gathering a lot of uh, the information in our CRMs, et cetera, et cetera. But many times when I'm working with uh, customers who are, for example, migrating to us from uh, the other solution, when I'm like checking this data, it's so messed with so so it's it's like we've got disorganized disorganized yes so, so really really i think that like right data structured planned and like uh understanding what this conversion event means yeah or uh, how this uh, people are added to this newsletter list yeah what are the sources they can be added here and like the description of it in terms of marketing automation are many times the biggest like uh, problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes total sense. I think what about if you're a company, I'm just thinking about this. If you're a company that once again has these different solutions, how do you migrate over? Like, how does that work? I'm just trying to think of like, is it, when is it, is it like, Oh, I've been with, well, let's say Salesforce for two years. And then I want to come over there because I want all of my, everything to be under one umbrella. What is that process? Yeah, so, so depending on the size of the customers, uh, we, we are handling it uh, in another way, yeah? So uh, if you are migrating, for example, our one of the biggest uh, source of our customers, they are migrating from intercom to us. We've grown as an alternative to an intercom, yeah? Mm-hmm. Intercom is not a CRM, but because of their detailed tracking, many uh, online businesses treat them like that, that this is like a source of truth of our users. And for like uh, intercom uh, companies, we've built a ready to go uh, migrator. Yeah, so you are adding your API key and we are taking all like customer data, all uh, communication. So it's like plug and play. But in terms of the, those uh, CRM migrations, yeah, so they are moving from a different solutions. Uh, we, uh, being honest, it's many times better to do it manually. We have this like premium option where we are working in more agency, uh, agency client relations than in like software uh, provider and like a user of this software provider on this premium uh, accounts we are able to like delegate from our team uh, this onboarding migration specialist and he is working to make uh, it clear yeah so 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 uh, to work on this data and 
often like doing some uh, clearing in databases and some spreadsheets and importing it with the CSV, but the, with the proper description, with the proper name of events, with the proper values. Uh, it sometimes even takes a bit long, yes? So, so it can take yeah. like, I don't know, one, two or three weeks, like working on the same data. But the, like at the end, we can work on those uh, automations because both client and we know how to uh, organize uh, this uh, uh, everything related to data, yeah? So it sounds like, I mean, I'll, let me translate here. It sounds like it's a no-brainer. I mean, you guys have either, A, you guys can port somebody over because you have an, uh, the API keys, right? So we can make it so you can see the information or CRM, you guys can do it manually to make sure that everything's ported over correctly. Yeah, like from a pipe drive, we have this also CRM uh, automatic connector. So, so like uh, the same as Intercom, but many times we prefer, okay, your current setup is so strange that maybe we will do it like with more manual approach because I don't know why you're using activities for, for these purposes because you should tag them or something like that, not like sign up with activities. So yeah, I believe that like, well-implemented CRMs are not so common that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as it should be. Like yeah. uh, there are many CRM solutions, but like well-implemented CRM, as uh, I know from my experience, the tool is not so important, but how they use this tool. Like you can use even, I don't know, Airtable or something like that. that. So like a spreadsheet for managing your uh, contacts. But if you, uh, if you clean the, those data, if you think about the proper structure, yeah, and everybody is doing uh, the same processes in pretty the same way, then you can like uh, make it effective, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, so, if, okay, so it makes sense. So if you have a CRM or something you're currently using, it's easy to import it over and bring it over to user.com. What about, can you talk about some, maybe some, um, some like top tips for implementing successful marketing automation? Like, because I know that's also a point of contingency of people going, yeah, I want to do automation, but like, what are, what, you know, what is, what's the, how, how do I do it, right? I mean, because it's not as easy as, just, I mean, you, you get something over, but then you have to put up the processes and then you have to do this, have to do that. Like, do you have any, any like top tips for us? Yeah, yeah, uh, I think I, I have it. So like uh, the main feature of user.com is that very easy to use drag and drop builder. And when you are going with this, building this path, it looks like, okay, if the user visit like pricing page, check, build another block check. If you know his email, if you don't know his email, like show him this, some pop-up. If he submit this pop-up, send him an email. If he didn't do it, like reach out to him via chatbot. And it's like so easy that people starts with those dragging and dropping those blocks. And this is the worst thing that they can do because <laughs> it's like, uh, if you would want to create a great movie and first you don't know your script, you don't know your actors, you don't know anything and you're grabbing a camera and you start shooting. Yeah, okay, it will be a great movie, but we, but I don't know about what it will be and how long it will be, but I'm, I'm like taking shots, yeah? So, so like 
uh, a framework of doing marketing automation in the proper way, I think is that like first is like mm, defining the goals. So what we want to achieve, yeah? And defining the goals and the scope sometimes. Like I want to generate more leads from anonymous traffic. This is a good uh, uh, goal, yeah? But like how? So what's, what is the scope of the implementation? I want to use like chatbots to do it, okay? My own chatbots built on my blog post, on my blog or my website. Okay, so we have a goal and we have like a scope of implementation. So we know the like title of our movie, yeah? <laughs> but uh, when we want to implement, we should like write a script. So write what I think we are calling a user stories. So if user is visiting our blog post, yeah? Check what you know about him. If he is a returning uh, customer, yeah? reach out to him via like personalized message uh, from the chatbot. If he is unknown a visitor and he is like first time, then try to do this, try to do this, try to do this, ask him for a size of the company, uh, ask him for a goal, etc., etc. So you are writing a script and this is the same thing when you're like creating a movie, you have to write a script. And if you've written the script, uh, you know probably most aspects of the data structure. So if you want to differentiate the paying customers from anonymous, you will have to have this information in marketing <laughs> automation software. Yeah, this is like a simple, but not so common. Yeah. So yeah. Second thing, if you need some, uh, like uh, you are doing a lead generation chatbot, yeah, you will uh, have to give, give him some like valuable content or some ebook or like checklist or something like that. So you, you know what will be your actors, where you will take those shots, yeah? And if you have this goal, so title, this script, so user stories and all this equipment, yeah? Like this data structure and, uh, and uh, this uh, like assets like ebooks etc etc then it's great to grab camera and to do the marketing automation this is the moment you should like drag and drop these blocks but when you are starting with that it can't uh, make it uh, like useful or effective yeah and i love the analogy of a movie because that makes total sense like yeah you can grab a camera and start doing it but if you don't have the script and don't have actors it's probably not going to be a great movie i love that because i think that's what people miss is like it's there is a lot of preparation that goes into it but like once you get it set up and once you know start tweaking some things and you see things go that's when the value comes but it's not just dragging and dropping and clicking a few buttons, then all of a sudden, you know, it changes your whole world. I mean, there's like anything in, in life, I, you know, it's going to take some time. You got to put some effort in, but once you do, you start to bear those types of fruits. So I think, I think that's awesome. So where do you think, I mean, your opinion, obviously you've been doing this for a long time. Um, where do you think marketing automation is heading in the future? I mean, cause I know we have this personalization, which I think is, we've been talking about for a few years and I think is just kind of coming into fruition. We're starting to see a lot more of that, which I think is a good thing. But what is your, in the future, what do you, what are you seeing? What are you seeing in your crystal ball there? Uh, 
Yeah, like everybody is telling that AI and machine learning will, will do our job. And I think that like machine learning and AI stuff is really, really useful and it's a great technology and I love it. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm feeling that people want to interact with a different people. So, so it's, it's going like uh, sometimes when I'm, I don't know, talking with a support on my airport or, or something like that, I prefer to talk with a chatbot, yeah? Because it's a really simple uh, path I have to go through, yeah? So I, I don't want to phone somebody, somewhere, I don't want to like be handled by a hu real human, yeah, I want to do it like automatically and preferred I want would like to do it like not typing or choosing options, but like speaking to to the, uh, I don't know, phone or somebody. So and I believe that this is like one side of marketing automation that like repetitive uh, or Can, will be handled 100% by algorithms, by uh, mm, those paths, yeah? But on the other hand, uh, as a consumer, when I'm looking for a new bike or something like that, I want to speak with a real person who is like a bike enthusiast and he can like tell me uh, what should I focus on. And right now uh, in our live chat, we are working on such feature that you will be able to start a video conversation inside the chat widget, yeah? So, so like right now we are having this conversation via video. I think that sometimes customers uh, prefer to speak with a real human and it would be great that it won't be like, some India support. India is a great country. Just not, not call me racist. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. this, um, I have great customers from India. I think that like many, um, many businesses don't underestimate uh, this, uh, this region, but like many times I believe, oh my God, sorry for that. Um, uh, but I believe that like, as a cl client, as a consumer, I preferred sometimes to be handled by a, uh, by a real person with uh, experience and knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes total sense. And I, I think it's, it'll be interesting to see the video side of things on how that will, will play out with, you know, automation, but also just the customer service side of things. I think the video could be interesting. I think some people will love that, especially with Zoom. You know, everybody's on Zoom these days and everybody's, you know, it's like now people are getting more and more used to video. So I think that's awesome. You guys are doing that. So I, I'm going to want to talk about some of the other, the future stuff you guys are doing on user.com here in a little bit. I think we're going to talk about that in the next part of the, the podcast, but why don't you tell us a little bit about like a, maybe like a phenomenal success story you guys have had at user.com, like somebody that you guys brought over and you guys were able to crush it for them. I mean, I, I'll be honest, you you know, I, I know user.com, but if I was listening right now, I'd think, man, this sounds like a super awesome platform. Like I'd, I'd want to understand like somebody you've brought over in the past and who's had great results. Uh, like, in those really, really great results, I have an NDAs, <laughs> so so I can't <laughs> share share them uh, like directly uh, because sometimes it's like from financial market, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, we we are sharing really great results in our customer. Uh, 
stories. We have like those uh, successful Wednesdays and each Wednesday we are sharing on our Facebook uh, one client where we show numbers, show the use case, what we've done, what was the problem, how we have approached it. So those are uh, real numbers. And like, mm, but th this like great success, I think is that like sometimes uh, customers think that, okay, so uh, they decide to go with another option. Yeah, they resign from our solution and okay, like a great sales guys, uh, sales guy from our competitor like told them that we were, they, that their platform will be like, Great, yeah? Yeah. And I, I'm very, very happy when customer is like, not when he is resigning. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is like a sad moment. But <laughs> he, when he is coming back to our platform, because he know what he can expect. We are maybe not a perfect solution because I believe that such perfect solution does not exist, yeah? Maybe like... MailChimp is a better email solution. Maybe a HubSpot is a better, or Pipedrive is a better CRM solution. Maybe an intercom is a better live chat, yeah? But uh, when you are comparing all-in-one solutions with, and you take this um, also like return of investment, that it should be like uh, affordable for your business, I think that we are giving so much value that those customers are get, coming back to us, yeah? So this is like uh, the moment I'm feeling, okay, we are doing a great job because he came back, yeah? Yeah, I think it's, I, that is one of my favorite feelings when you when a, a customer, not like when they leave, but when they leave and then they come crawling back. I think that's like my favorite, like when they're like, oh my God, I actually had one customer and I won't say her name because she's actually on my website and we talk about the successes we had with her, but she actually did that left. She got pitched by another agency. Oh, we can, we're cheaper. We'll be able to do better. This, that, and the other. And she lost, I think it was like $400,000 in like four months or something. She came back to us and said, Oh my God, what do I need to do to come back with you guys? And I had told her like, listen, like you probably got to be careful. You know, you just got pitched by somebody. She's like, no, I know what I'm doing. And then she came back to us and jumped back on with us and we had to repair everything that they had done. So yeah, yeah, you gotta be, be careful. I love it when they come back like that because then you're like, I tried to tell you and now here yeah. you are. So anyways, well, let's, let's touch on, because you know, we, we skipped over a little earlier, but we talked about you guys doing, a, you guys are doing 100K uh, ARR, right? Per month. 100K MRR. Oh, 100K M. Oh, monthly recurring. Great. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like that's, that's like phenomenal, one, man. One million ARR, annual recurring revenue. Yeah, yeah so, that's... So. That's beautiful. That I mean, you can't you can't complain about that. Ah, I mean, you're getting there, right? No, I mean, he, like, just so you guys know, he did the half the little half half hand, kind of like, oh, we're kind of there. I mean, when you guys came on, there was like you had like ten users four years ago. So yeah, last time I checked, you're not doing too bad right now. Ten uh, pain yeah, users. Yeah, <laughs> like like uh, being honest, I, I I would prefer to be much uh, further. Yeah, like plans for for this year, plans for last year was like, uh, it was goals. We, uh, 
we didn't reach, but it was very ambitious goals. Yeah. So, so uh, we are feeling that we are still at the beginning of, of the journey. Yeah. So, so when we are comparing with such big players as, as HubSpot or, or, or even as an intercom or uh, Drift or such companies, we are really, really tiny in comparison with, with them. Uh, sure, we, we didn't, uh, we, are, we have taken an A round, but we are not a VC backed. We were uh, bootstrapped for a long time. And like this approach uh, of bootstrapped and not like putting all money to, to just like burn and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, grow in, uh, that way is not our like way. To do it, but still, we we believe that we should go like much much faster. Yeah, so we should go. Uh, we should like triple it or quadrupled it in in a very very fast way. Always crazy goals. That's I know. That's the way to grow. And you actually were in part. You were part of the growth, right? I mean, you were in the beginning. I think you had done sales, but you were also like the growth manager. Wasn't that kind of your deal, or was yeah, that all like, through sales? Yeah, like uh, right now I'm a CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, so so growth uh, team. But we are trying to working work very closely. Yeah, uh, each department together. So marketing, sales, and the success and support. Yeah, because su- success and support are responsible for those implementation uh, phase. Yeah, so onboarding features, uh, onboarding uh, plan, and and doing this manual onboarding. Of, of course, for like higher tickets, not for this forty nine dollars. It have to be like a low touch uh, sales on on this like. Uh, lower uh, subscription plans yeah mm-hmm. uh, so so uh, i believe that we have this growth approach uh, and like we are sharing insights we we try to specialize each other uh, in in their part but like uh, having a one goal uh, and working hand in hand like sales and marketing is this is what uh, I'm pretty proud of what we've accomplished. Maybe I'm not so proud of our current uh, like numbers because I believe it should be much uh, higher. But like the uh, team spirit and how we came here without like spending so much money on like ads etc. is is what I'm ha- happy of. Yeah. Yeah, the bootstrap and grinding, right? And well, I think it's kind of cool. It sounds like you guys have a good culture too, which I think is important, especially when it comes to, you know, and I think this is kind of what user.com is, is like you have all these different teams and stuff and it's like bringing them under one umbrella. And it sounds like you guys have done the same thing with user.com that you have your team of like, hey, we sales needs to talk with marketing and marketing needs to talk with communication and we need to like have this thing. And it, I think it's all done obviously through the platform. So I think that's awesome. You guys a good use case. Yeah, I think that like uh, even uh, when I'm looking on our how we developed our product, yeah, because we we when we were called user engaged, it was like a chat solution with automation features, yeah. But we see that we need a CRM, uh, so we can go with HubSpot. But okay, let's maybe build our own <laughs> on top of that, yeah. So so it's uh, this is such saying like. 
uh, dog food eating or something like that, but we are using our solution for our own purposes. And yeah. that's why we are able to like, okay, I think that this should work in a different way because it will be easier for me to like operate uh, on it. Yes. So like, yeah, this is like part of our culture, but like part of our offer and like uh, it's deeply uh, uh, built in, in our technology. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like eating your own dog food or something or something. Oh. Yeah. It's something about that. Yeah. The, I'm thinking about the terms of what it is. It's pretty much that, Hey, you guys are, which is nice because if there's any issues you're like, out of this would be nice if we had this feature. Well, guess what? You guys can make that feature. So I think that's nice that you guys are using it and, and growing with the platform and, and coming up with features because of that, but also because of users' feedback, right? Of things that are happening yeah. with the platform where you can say, oh, we need to change this. We need to make this, you know, whatever better. Or it'd be great to have video on, on you know, through the, the chatbot feature, which I think is going to be awesome. Thanks for sharing those amazing tips and challenges of marketing automation. I'm sure it'll be helpful to our listeners. In the next episode, we'll talk about the future of marketing automation, so stay tuned. Mike shares a special discount on user.com for my listeners in the next episode, so make sure to stick around. Stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast.